Hello, welcome to my podcast channel. I am Palak Jin and today I am going to make my first podcast on Netflix series Emily in Paris. So, I recently finished with the Netflix series Emily in Paris and I am in love with the show. Emily in Paris is a charming fantasy of a show featuring Lily Collins. It's probably all the pandemic included house arrest. You're sure to find yourself wanting to hop on a plane with every beautiful frame on the French capital while watching Emily in Paris. The web series which dropped on Netflix last week has 10 episodes and lends itself perfectly to a session of binge watching, boasting of stunning visuals, big fashion moments, charming French men, and a lot of chatter about food and wine. We dive straight into Emily Cooper's shift from Chicago to Paris. She can't even imagine living anywhere other than Chicago and yet due to a sudden turn of events she finds herself on a plane to Paris Cooper is there to give Sevier a Parisian marketing company that they are merging with some American perspective on marketing This is something that a French colleague led by the head Sylvie welcoming off and also in equal parts bemused by the fact that she can't speak French The show packs in as many stereotypes as possible, staying true to its rom-com genre. We have the cold boss, the hot neighbor, the funny co-workers, the genius yet moody fashion designer, and the supportive friends. Yet, what makes Emily in Paris tick is how it doesn't ever take itself too seriously. After landing a dream job in Paris, Chicago marketing executive Emily Cooper embraces her adventurous new life while juggling work. friends and romance we see emily navigate work as a midwestern sensibilities clash with the persian work culture and ethic all white posting sometimes cringeworthy updates on a social media accounts and slowly building a following americans live to work we work to live a colleague tells us sagely true to the times it is set in the series has a lot to say about influencer marketing Instagramable spots and what it means to be politically correct. The show's creator, Taryn Starr, keeps the tone light, effervescent, and optimistic. You know, Emily is going to emerge unscathed from every curveball that's thrown at her in each episode, and yet it's hard to stop watching. This predictability does not take away from the show's light-hearted appeal. The series is also hell-bent on ensuring that we are all on the same page and when it comes to agreeing that Paris truly is the city of romance Emily is relentlessly pursued by every man she meets Though these romantic encounters range from swoon-worthy to downright appalling Colin spring Emily alive on screen with her enthusiasm and earnestness Hers is a character that could have become unlikable if not played by the right actor and she largely succeeds in giving you a protagonist that you end up rooting for. Leroy Bewley plays a tough boss to the hilt and while it is sure it's entertaining to see her roll her eyes at Emily's marketing ideas and spar with her, you are left wanting more. Lucas Bravo, who plays Gabriel, her dreamy next-door neighbor, also plays a huge part in her tangled romantic life and lights. up the screen in every frame he is in one wishes however that the writers had spent a little more time on emily's friend mindy shen and the storyline there's a lot that could have been fleshed out with a story but within the limitations of a character park manages to infuse warmth to us 
on screen persona while the show doesn't quite pack the punch the star's earliest work sex and the city did watch emily in paris for its breezy charm and appeal there's a lot of wine croissant chic culture and dreamy paris moments to be enjoyed so here we have a guest nishika jain hi i'm nishika jain nishika did you watch emily in paris of course i did Oh uh, can you tell us three good reasons that you should watch Emily in Paris So the three main reasons to watch Emily is first Emily's extremely relatable from the first minute of the pilot I found myself relating to Emily's optimistic strong and confident personality she doesn't let anyone walk over her despite her co-new workers trying to intimidate and take advantage of her She is determined to dive in the first head and immerse herself in all the Paris has offered to her. Even though she is definition of fish out of the water, Darren Star said it is the best in an interview with the entertainment tonight. I actually think that everyone needs a little bit of Emily right now. Second, the fashion It's obvious that a show set in Paris would probably feature excellent fashion but the costumes in Emily in Paris are next level. Star tapped costume designer Patricia Field who he's worked with in the past and French costume designer Marlene Fitosi for the show and the looks they put together for Emily and the rest of the cast are absolutely equestrian. One of the things that I love is that you can see the evolution of Emily's character in her fashion throughout the season. Her looks start off perhaps a bit more casual, but the more time she spends in Paris, the more her clothes reflect the city's glamour. It's truly a work of art, and I want a season to solely to see what looks Field and to Fitos dream up. Third, soon worthy ships. Paris is known as the city of love and it's definitely not lacking in this version of Paris. Without spoiling too much for people who have yet to watch, there are different love triangles among our main characters that are intriguing and fun to watch develop. But it's Emily's relationship with Gabriel, her downstairs neighbor, that has me suing. Their chemistry is off the charts from the first minute they meet. But the longing look is not the only thing to love but about the relation over the course of the time season Emily and Gabriel develop a deeper connection that keeps me invested in them till the very last moment thank you so much nashika so here we have another guest hitvi parmar she completely hates emily in paris so let's see what she wants to say about emily in paris thank you for having me pala hello I'm Hayley Verdmar. Emily in Paris sucks. So I'm always on a hunt of a good TV show and unfortunately I've been left pretty disappointed lately. Most recently with Emily in Paris, a Netflix original series that follows a 20-something an American girl who moves to Paris for a marketing job. So here's my thoughts on Emily in Paris after my one and only viewing. She spends the beginning of the series using a cell phone to translate which we all know would never work. She spends one or two episodes going to a French class 
we never see again. She never winds up speaking more French by the end of the show, except for using a tray here and there. But then that's not an issue, because she winds up meeting more and more characters that just so happen to speak perfect English. By the end of the first season, Emily is in the exact same place she started. She doesn't learn a single thing and it leaves you wondering, what was the point of this entire show? Another thing I dislike about Emily is how she completely ignores social boundaries and norms. At one point, she posts pictures of someone else's food on her Instagram and sleeps with the 17-year-old brother of her friend. Oh, and that same friend, Emily not only kisses her boyfriend, she also sleeps with him, but we're supposed to like Emily and think she's nice. And we're supposed to believe that she was obsessed with Gossip Girl and wanted to be Serena Vander Woodson when she was clearly Blair. The entire show is a bunch of cliches and coincidences strung together in an attempt to create a cohesive storyline. Okay, she completely hates Emily in Paris. Anyway, thank you so much, Hitvi. So, yours to an end to the podcast episode. Thank you for hearing us. See you in the next episode. Bye.